0: All right, Jaws. A good morning, good morning. Let us, let us begin, begin by thanking all of our sponsors for this morning. To thank our Tamatora sponsors for the month of ER, Stephen, Tarizin for dedicating Ovishim and this month in honor of their grandson, Matan Shmuel. Aaron, maybe to grow to an incredible Bentorah, Shanim Tovos. To thank our week of learning sponsors, Higli and Ari, Lichterman, in memory of Haley's mother, Rachel Leah Bas-Ruven the Zichrona Lebrach, Yopten, and the Merit of our Torah, Hashem, will have an Aliyah, and the family in Nechama. And also with that, let us be, let us begin. We have a lot to do today, Baruch Hashem, a really exciting, exciting sugya in Tuma and Tara, Baruch Hashem. And again, we'll have the opportunity here to really walk away with some with some fundamental constructs. And some fundamental categories of Tum and tarot. So we're hope, so we're gonna have time for the time for the Rambam and and get ready for some beautiful agadot today as well. Beautiful, beautiful agadot. So we we'll say so today's daf is daf lamed. Daf lamed. We are picking up on chaf teslam the base. Let's actually pick up at Amr Rabbi Yochanan, which is uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen lines up from the bottom. Uh, two words from the end of the line. Amr Abi Yochanan. Yochanan said Ribi. Amyodea. i right. Mao, I don't understand. I don't understand say baribi in this context. Baribi is a is an honorific term, right? That uh, refers to a great person like a Rav. I, in this context, his friend Rabiossi, who spoke about before, right? Rabiosi made this statement before of Minain Lirevi Bakodesh Shepasel. Remember again yes, we made we, we distinguished our terms between Tame and Pasel Tame means that you are Tame and what? Have the ability to convey tumah to something else. possible means you are tamei and do not have the ability to convey tumah to something else. Rabbi Yosef said, "Where do we know?" Rabbi Ossi, we also pointed out that the holier something is, the more receptive or susceptible it is to tumah. So, for example, kodesh sacrificial items, which was on the top of the the top of the ladder of Kidusha, ultimately you could have a revi, even a fourth degree tumah. Whereas by most other things, for example, truma. Tops out at a shlishi. And by chulin, there's a discussion. Does chulin tap out at a Shani? or does chulin tap out at a shlishi? Again, we'll discuss that as well. So Rabbi Yochalan says, I don't understand. Rabbi Yossi gets this idea that there's a revii bakodesh. Shari chuvassal That's what i because again, there is a refutation already inherent in his statement. <speaking> in <Hebrew> so let's listen to this. If you have food, that was touched by a Tvul Yom. So, Yochiach. this could prove the point. Why? with So, I'll say, ultimately, again, if you have food that a Tvul Yom touched, so, ultimately, again, such contact, if the food that we're talking about is truma, ultimately makes the food puzzle, then you know B'Kodesh. And it will not make, it will not make a Kodesh, revi, or it will, it will not create a Revi'i situation in Kodesh. The Sanya, Abishalom, Shal says, Tvul Yom so we'll say a Tevul Yom is looked at as a Rishon. As a Rishon the Tumah, The Kodesh. For Kodesh purposes. L'thamei shnaim echad. And ultimately, and we'll say what that means is, when we say that a Tevul Yom ultimately is a Rishon, that means that Halakha Lameisah, a Tevul Yom has the ability to go ahead and make something else into a Rishon. The Rishon has the ability to go ahead and make something into a Shemi. The Shemi has the ability to go ahead and make something into a Shlishi and the Shlishi ultimately has something to make into a revi. Now remember again, the revi is puzzle is but ultimately again, does not convey tumma to anything else. Right, Meir, says, Metame echad uposah echad. Meir on the other hand says, no, Halochel it has the ability, right, this is ultimately when a Tvul Yom touches Kodesh, he makes that into a Shlishi, and then a Shlishi makes the uh, next item into a The Vacham de Khamsei Shim Shaposa Uhle Truma Umashke Truma. The same way ultimately again that he goes ahead and he makes pasle, food of Truma and Drink of Truma, so Kahposa Uhle Kodesh, Umashke Kodesh. So to again he makes pasle, foods of Kodesh and drinks of Kodash. Mask of Rapaba. So Rah Papa says, Me might Ravyosi Kraban Sui. Han Ravyosi also like Dirabalan. Dilma, Kabashal Sri, maybe I was like Abashal. What does Abashal say? Da Umar Litame shnayim. Right? What is that? Ultimately, again, has the ability to make two two degrees Tomei and last degree pasul. Meaning that ultimately, again, in kodesh you can make something into a sheni. Sheni can make a shlishi, and ultimately, again, shlishi can make a revi. But the revi remains pasul, not Tomei. Right? Let him learn out the kinds of Revii from food touched by T'vul Yom. Uma O'chel haba machmas Yom de T'vul gufei muter I'm sorry. Uma O'chel haba machmas Yom Now when it comes to food that is touched by T'vul Yom de T'vul Yom gufei muter A T'vul himself ultimately is muter to consume chulin, or doesn't convey tonah to chulin. Amrit also Revii kodesh, and yet again the T'vul yom himself has the ability to make a Revii kodesh. Ochel top of lamid. Ochel shlishi haba machmas sheni. So I must say, ultimately, again, if you have a food that is a shlishi that became a shlishi by dint of having connected, having been touched by a sheni, the sheni gufei asar b'chulin. Sheni itself is asar b'chulin. Einod din she asar v'bakodesh should certainly go ahead and make a v in kodesh. The chitema dika lenefrach. I but maybe you'll say there's a pircha that one could ask malatvul yom. We'll say we mentioned this on the top of Amar of, Beis yesterday, right? A t'vul yom maybe is different. What does it mean that a Tvul yom is an Avatoma? Or as well say, who's a Tvul yom? A Tvul yom is a person. A person is capable of being an Avatoma, right? Right. When is a person capable of being an Avatoma? A person touches a corpse. And remember again, the corpse is the Aviyah A person touches a corpse, the corpse, the person himself becomes an Avatoma. So maybe, maybe that just relegates the halachos of Tvul yom into a totally different tuma category. So she can ava Tumah, ha'aisinami melchusar kippurim ve'lo parchua. Okay, so we can bring out from the case, or also we said this yesterday, we can bring this out from the case of melchusar kippurim, say, remember again, that's the individual who is no longer a Yom. Ultimately, again, he's, remember, he's already had head of Shemesh, but he's still waiting to bring his Karbaros, and yet we did not bring up this particular point, this particular pircha. So obviously, again, it does not play a dominant role. Okay? By the way, we're going we're to bring all of this tomentara together. The Ramam is going to do a, a true chaser for us and consolidate all of this, this entire sylgah for us, into about six lines. To about six lines. So right now, there's just going to be a lot of back and forth regarding the Tumah, But I merit Hashem the clarity. I promise the clarity is going to come. Rabbi right, Meir, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Eliezer, Kulus Rilu, we'll say all of these opinions Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi, La- Rabbi Eliezer, right, you, which you're tempted to say is Haim Mesubimim B'nei Abrach. No, I was going to say so again. So they're, right, they're not Mesubim B'nei Abrach, but rather again, Kulus all of these rabbanim subscribe to the same concept, which is Dein Shani Osish Lishi Bechulin. We'll say that a Shani. Cannot make a Shlishi by chulin, which Rabbeinu we'll say means just just to translate what that means in layman's terms, which is for chulin the lowest degree of tumah you could get to is sheni. That's it. That's it. I will say by the way, just again, this is why it makes if, if you follow. By the way, it sounds like what where the Gemara is going with this is like this: that chulin taps out at a Shani, truma taps out at shlishi, and kodesh taps out at Revi'i, which again, and you can see the Tuma construct, right? So Hulin, which is Hulin, doesn't possess Kedusha, therefore is going to have the, the, the least number of levels of Tuma. Now again, what I just want to point out, in our Mishnah, in our Mishnah Rabbi Akiva made a whole drusha that seemed to go against that. Remember, you're going to both say, how, how did we get into this? You're like, I'm asking myself that same question, right? How did we get into this? All of this started... Because of Rabbi akiva nothing to do with Sota. The reason why this is here is because Bo Darash Rabbi Akiva. And what does Rabbi Akiva's entire drasha? It's interesting, ironically, what was Rabbi Akiva's entire drasha? What was his drasha that a sheni can make a shlishi by chulin? remember what was Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Akiva drasha in the pasuk. What was Rabbi Akiva's case? You have a kli What was the kli the earthenware oven, right? What, 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 what do you have inside of the oven? A loaf of bread. What falls into the oven? A sheref. Let's go through this. According to Rabbi Akiva, what happens? Sheref makes the oven a risham, right? So the oven makes the bread a sheni. And now the passage says, according to Rabbi Akiva, yitma. Yitma means the bread could go ahead and make something else it, which means the bread can make another item a shlishi. And I will say, if you notice, by the Rabbi Akiva, and the Mishnah does not distinguish between truma or chulin, which sounds like Rabbi Akiva is is advancing that you could have less, you could have a shlishi be shlishi be So I will say, so now the Gemara is saying, well, hold up, because there's a whole camp that rejects that notion, that rejects that notion, and says, no, by chulin you cannot make a shlishi. By chulin, this is very exciting. By chulin, by Hulin, the most you could have ultimately again is. A sheni, <coughs> Rabbi Meir. So they, let's let's also now we're going to go through each of these opinions, <coughs> and to show how they hold. That ultimately, again, a sheni cannot make a shlishi by chol. So here we go, Rabbi Meir. This non kalaton bias midrav sofrim. So this is an interesting case. Anything that requires immersion in a mikvah midr'abana, which means to Take a look at Rashi. Kalaton bi'asmaim midrav Sofrim. Rashi says koshu tarmen anything that Midarais is really tar, his kikuhu But Chazal came along, the rabbis came along and said, you need immersion in a mikvah. For example, Kigon, haba, b'mayim, somebody who goes ahead of us is actually interesting and has the majority, his of v'rubah, his head, and the majority of his body in drawn water. So say, we actually saw this in Brahmos, if you remember again, that halach Midrabanon, if let's say you take a bucket of water, right, or a very large barrel of water, enough water to go ahead and cover your head and the majority of your body, midrabanon, you have to go to the mikveh after that. It's fascinating. Why? Chazal were concerned that people might erroneously think that pouring water over yourself takes care of Tumah. Right? Whereas only immersion in a mikveh takes care of Tumah. So to obviate that concern, Chazal said, well, if you pour enough drawn water over yourself, And that generates a rabbinic obligation of immersion. Quite fascinating. Okay. So again, somebody eats a half a pras, right? half a pras of of ritually impure food or hands, for example, right? The adaim are considered to be tameim. Ultimately, again, they require immersion. Fine. So I'll say, so anything that requires immersion with the Rabbanon, has the ability to make kodesh tame and makes truma pasal, which again, remember, pasal was a meaning what? That again, it's Tomei bakinah kenvei Toma, u muter and ultimately again, doesn't have an impact on Chulen, right? So say, so if you are Tameh with a type of Rabbinic tuma which would generate an obligation for Rabbinic immersion, Rabbinic immersion, for Chulen, you have no impact you have no impact, okay? Over Meiser Sheni. Sorry, I'm sorry, Meiser. So I we'll say, what about Meiser Sheni? What about meister we'll to Meiser uh, Sorry, over Meiser, and also no impact for Meiser Sheni. So no impact for both Meiser Sheni as well as for Chulim. Dib So I we'll say these are Meir. The Chum, the Chum, Oserim Meiser. The Chum say that by Meiser Shani it would, I would aser, it would aser by, by Achila for consumption. So I will say, so ultimately, again, what do you see over here? See, Rabbi Meir, that Allah, again, you can't, that a shenie can't make a shlishi by chulin. Fine. Rabbi Yossi, what's Rabbi Yossi? How do I amr? So I will say, Rabbi Yossi is what we said before. Right? Rabbi Yossi quoted on, on Chavtasim Abayz, then he say, then because if he held, that a shenie can make a shlishi by chulen, then ultimately, again, I will say, then if that's the case, that ultimately, again, that Chulun could even become a Shlishi, then that by definition would mean that truma should be able to become a revi, and Kodesh should be able to become a Hamishi. Because I was say, one thing we know in the Alaphos of Tumantar, as we saw before, is the holier the item is, the more receptive it is to Tumah. So by definition, Truma is going to have more levels of Tumah than ultimately, again, Chulun. And Kodesh is going to have more levels of Tumah than Truma. So therefore, again, if Chulun could really reach a Shlishi, that has to mean that truma has to be able to reach a Revi'i and Kodesh has to be able to reach a Hamishi. The fact that Rabbi Yosef does not entertain that possibility tells us that what? That Khulin must stop at Shani and doesn't go into a Shlishi. Next. Rabbi Yishua, the son of a from Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Yoshua, the son of a Lezra, Omer, HaOchel, Ochel Rishon, Rishon. Interesting. If you go say, if a person eats food that is a Rishon, that makes you into a Rishon, Shani Sheni, mamish, like you are what you eat, right? You eat the sheni, right? You eat the sheni, you become a sheni. Shlishi, shlishi. Ultimately, you consume shlishi or shlishi. So we will say so again. Rabbi Yeshua, Almar Yeshua says, HaOchel, ochal rishon." Right? I'm sorry. Ochal, ochal rishon. Va'ochal sheni, sheni. Person who eats a rishon will be a rishon. Person who eats a sheni will be a sheni. Shlishi. What happens if you eat a shlishi? Then that means shani bakodesh, ve'in sheni betruma. Ultimately, again, you become a shani by Kodesh, but not a shani by Truma. Now, I will say, now, how does such a case like this occur? Bechulin shenasu al taras Truma. I will say, so I made a case of chulin that was prepared with the, with the strictures of Truma. And I will say, there's such a concept like this of sometimes people being as careful with chulin as they are with Truma. So, why would anyone ever do this? It's very simple. You know who did this? Kohanan did this. Right? Why? Because if you're a coin of think about this. You're a coin during times of the Vesam Mikdash, Emirat Hashem Halabai Bekarov. It's dangerous to maintain two different standards in your home huh? for different types of food. Right? right? For Truma, or for Truma, we're like this, because you have to be. For Khulun, we're not. That's dangerous, I will say, because chances are what's going to end up happening, at some point in time, you're going to get mixed up and you're going to apply your Hulin standards to your Truma. So, therefore, there was such a concept. Of Khulin Shinas Al Taras, either Al Taras Kodesh or Al Taras Truma. Where people would go, Kohanim, really again, it should anyone could do it, but it makes the most sense that it would be Kohanim who would actually do it. Take a look at Rashi. We'll say Rashi is in the in the wider lines, four lines in. But Hulun al Altaras Truma. We'll say what type of chulin ultimately again that if you eat it, right? If you eat a shlishi that ultimately again you become a shani for Kodesh. We're talking about a case of chulin that was made with the strict or prepared with the strictures of kohen, Ultimately again, often the case that would happen over here is the, the owner, right? The balabasa over here is a chulin. He normally eats truma. The betara's truma. And he would go ahead and took upon himself to eat his chulin with the strictures of truma. Ultimately, again, in order that he would know how to properly interact with his truma. Fine. So what will say so. The point over here is this is the case ultimately again, where potentially you could find a case of chulin bita- of 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 a shlishi. In Chulin, but otherwise you would not find the case of Shlishi by Chulin. So he goes on, he says, <laughs> he will say, What do you see from here? He also subscribes to the idea that Shani can't go ahead and create a Shlishi by Chulin. Fine, well, so we're just going through the list of all of the opinions who subscribe to this idea not against Rabbi Akiva. That sheni cannot create a shlishi by chulin. Next, next, Rabbi Eli Rabbi elozer Rabbi elozer the Rabbi Elazar Omer Shloshdan Shavin Harishon Shevach Kodesh v'Shevach Chulin Shuma. She wants to say all three of these categories of tomorrow are the same, whether it's a Rishon in Kodesh, in Chulin or in Shuma. Metami Shnaim Uposal Echad B'Kodesh. Right, ultimately, again, when it comes to kodesh, ultimately it creates two levels of tuma, two levels of tuma, and one level of psul. Right, ultimately, again, it makes one level of tuma and one level of psul in tuma. Uposal echad and only posals one b'chulin. Rabbi tells you what that by chulin the most you get is a second level of tuma, which is a sheni, the Shani, That's Rabbi Rabbi Eliezer, Disnan, Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, boss, is actually a very interesting case. Chala nitalas minatora alatmea. now watch this. You can go ahead and take chala. Rabbi, bossé, literally again, rem- remember what's chala? Removal of a portion of the dough that is given to the coin. One of the matnas kuna. One of the matnas kuna. So you could take, listen to this case, you could take chala from a tahar dough for a tame dough. Now, boss, right? In other words, let's say I have a tame dough. I want to give challah to the coin. You can't separate out challah to You can't separate challah but there is a way to separate dough, to separate challah from a tahard dough for a tomato dough. Okay? How do I do that? How do I do that? This is actually quite interesting. Um, fine. right? there's more to this rash. Fine, both of the wool. We'll, um. Okay, let, let, let's just read the case. Here we go. So me So again here's the case. I have a tummy I have a tummy dough, a ta'har dough. I can't take khal from the tummy dough, obviously because me, what are you gonna do with me? Right? So again, but what I can do is I could somehow remove dough from the ta'har dough and allow that to be chala on the tummy dough. How can you do that? Watch this. Kate Sug. shte isos we will say here is the case. I have two batches of dough, two batches of dough. One is tameh, one is tar. So no tell kedei chala miisa shlohar muchalasa. For huh? no same pachos make a beisa beemsa kedei lital This is incredible. I will say, what do you do? You essentially create a bridge between the two doughs, between the tar dough and the tameh dough. But I will say one second. If I go and I create a bridge, does that not allow the tameh dough? to confer its tuma status upon the dough. Doh. say, you make that bridge smaller than the amount that is normally capable of transmitting Tumma. This is incredible. So what do you do, say? You go ahead and essentially, you put a piece of dough, pachos mikibetsa, less than the size of an egg, in between the two doughs. Now, say, now what, now what does that mean? Look at Rashi, last Rashi in the Daff. Shabbosai, so just, just to illustrate the image, imagine, right? tahar dough. Tame dough. They both say, I want to be able, what's my goal? What's my goal? I want to be able to separate khala for the tame dough, but I want to do it from the tahar dough. Right? The problem is, just to illustrate this, khala has to be separated min ha The idea being, the ideal way to separate out khala is you separate out khala from the actual batch itself, not from a separate batch. So the problem is, to take a piece of dough from the tahar dough, and say, this is of the tame dough. It's not minamukov. It's not attached. So I need a, I want a way to attach the two doughs. The problem is that what? The problem is that if I attach them, then what? Then what? The tar dough becomes tame as well. So how could I attach it so that there's still one without transmitting tumma? So I'll say, this is incredible. How do you do it? How do you do it? With a piece of dough in the middle that is less than the size of a beta of an egg. Because you're going to say food items less than the size of a bear do not transmit tumor. So, watch this godless. You're going to take tummy dough, you're going to take tar dough, and in the middle of them, what are you going to take? Another little ball of dough, less than the size of a bear. You're going to now connect the two doughs with that less than bear dough ball. Yeah, dough ball, right? That's the bridge. So, i say, here's the godless. Remember I say, are the doughs connected? Are the doughs connected? Yes. Absolutely. So now, they're connected physically, they're connected physically, right, because they have that little dough ball bridge in the middle, but that bridge is too small to allow for the transference of tumah. So they are considered connected in that now I can go ahead and remove from the tahar dough, ultimately, again, on the tamay dough, but Lamais said they're not connected enough so as to allow for the transference of tumah. Look at Rashi before you go ahead so I say, that just read it inside. He says, So again, now I could remove, I could remove chala from the taro. The no and put less than a size of a bear of a bea size ball in the middle Now the doughs are connected. But not connected to all the transference of Toma. Take a look at Rashi before he turn. He says, So he says, Kimo So we will say here, Rashi is just going through the mechanics of Mukov. I'll we'll say by the way, there is a tremendous Musra Haskel Tremendous Musra Haskell. I will say, this, this, by the way, this case over here, Tamei Doh, Tahar right? I, I want to connect them, but I don't want to allow for the transference of Tumah. I will say, is this not the ultimate metaphor for life? Right? Often I will say, I am the Tahar do, the Tahar do. Sometimes, unfortunately, the world is a Tamei do. Now, the truth is, but here's the thing. I want to make an impact in the world, and there are things that I could do in the world, and I need to be part of the world. It's easy to go ahead and just simply remove myself from the world, but often I can't because of paranoia. Because, of, and I will say more than that: there is a mitzvah to engage society, right? There is a mitzvah to make a positive impact in the in the world. But the problem is, if I attach my dough, if I attach my dough, right, to the worldly dough, then what happens to my dough? What happens to my dough? Mahdevi comes to me. So i us say, what is life all about? Life is all about finding your bridge. It's all about finding your ball of dough that is Pachos mikebeya. It's all about finding the way to engage in a healthy way without allowing the tumma to blow back on me. My entire our entire lives, I was say, is spent to finding this. see, I've always I know I've been looking for something. I finally figured out what I've been looking for. I've been looking for a ball of dough less than the size of a baya. That's what I'm looking for in life. A way to engage positively and productively, but one that does not allow the tumour that is so often present and prevalent in society to come, back, to come back and transfer back to me. That's what I'm looking for. So we'll say, what is that ball of dough? So we'll say, that ball of dough ultimately is Torah. That ball of dough is ruchnius. That ball of dough is the type of home that you create. That type of dough, that dough is the way you choose to relate to all of the things around you. That ball of dough, that is what, that is what allows you to ultimately, again, interact. That allows you to go to make an impact, but doesn't allow the Tumor to flow back. I will say... In the entire life metaphor is again Sota Lamid Amid Aleph, the bottom case. That's it. My dough, the tar dough, the world's dough, the tummy dough. We can keep the dough separate, and there are many who espouse this idea. Just keep your dough away from the worldly dough. Just keep it away. And by the way, it's easy to live that way, right? Just seclude your dough. That's it. let say we know that we have a higher calling, and the higher calling is we have what to offer the world. We have what to offer society. We have the ability to impact change. But if you just put your dough right onto society's dough, you're done. Your dough is done, right? Your beautiful tar dough is now tame. But if you find that medium, that way to interact, that little ball of dough, Pachos Mekibaya, that right amount of interaction that allows for impact, that like, you could also, because remember, if you have positive impact, then what could happen? You could take challah on the tame dough. Which means you can have a positive impact on the world. You have a positive impact on society. You can have a positive impact on the world around you. As long as you have the right medium for interaction. Too much interaction, everything becomes tame. Too little interaction, no impact. You're not Minamukov. But the right amount of interaction, the right amount of immersion. ball of do pachos suddenly again you have the ability to affect a dramatic and beautiful change. Incredible. Incredible. says good. The there. the Hum says Asser. The Chum don't like this idea. They don't like this idea. The tanya we learned Kibetsa, the tanya kibeya, savua, sitting marsh, the tanya kibeya, savua e divi e dibi So we'll say, what's the case over here? So the pastos, this is talking about an issa dough. Let's say I told you, tumantama turantara is ridiculously exciting. Ridiculously exciting, right? And life is tumantar, as you said yesterday. So we say bipashtos, we're talking about a dough. That is a re the chulin had tavulin lechalo, and ultimately, what was we're talking about? A dov, right? A dov chulin that's obligated in chalo. Lo kichalo damu. Ultimately, again, doesn't have the status of chalo. So My love, come if What are they arguing about? Demar sarah ain sheni osa shlishi bechulin. Ultimately, again, one opinion is saying that a sheni doesn't make a shlishi in chulin. Omar sarah sheni oses shlishi bechulin, and ultimately, again. So I'll we'll say if you hold. That a sheni, right? That a sheni can't make a shlishi in chulin. Then ultimately, again, that's why aloch lemaisa you can have you can have the ball of dough in the middle the size of a beah. Whereas again, the other opinion will hold that sheni osa shlishi Ultimately, again, we would say that the ball of dough has to be less than a beah. Amar Amar Rav Mari the kuli alma in shlishi. I'm sorry, in sheni osa shlishi in reality, everyone agrees that a sheni can't make a Shlishi in Kulin. You know, they will say, by the way, when you say everybody, I just want to point out the obvious outlier to everybody is who? Is who? Rabbi Akiva. Right. Remember again, Rabbi Akiva in the Mishnah, right, his whole drasha was that a sheni is, it means everybody over here in this context. Again. Here we'll we're talking about Tebel. Tebel that ultimately again is subject to the obligation of damu, one says it has the status of chalo. Umar sawa loki doesn't have the status of khalo. They by another possibility is the hulli amohulin at loki khallo, lokehalodamu. No. Khulin abose from which khala has not been separated. In fact, has this is not like khalo. vein in shani o shlishi bichulin, and shani can't make a shlishi by chulin. Bahal, this is incredible. The motor ligrom tumulakulin shaba eritswalkamifli. They will say, watch this. Watch this will say. Here's the shiloh. The shaila is, are you allowed to go ahead and cause tuma to khulin in Eretz Yisrael? Because they're both say, the part we're going to have focus, will say, is on as follows. <coughs> let, me, let me be clear on one thing. I, I, I didn't mention this before. With this model of the ball of dough, the ball of dough, that ultimately again is, Pakos mi kibaya, or kebeah. We'll both say, one thing is clear which is, or kebeah, let's go with kebeah. The dough becomes Tameh right? The dough ball becomes tame. But what can't the dough, dough, dough ball do? <laughs> what can't it? It can't transfer. So you're to say that's the Godless of this idea. The Godless of this idea remember again let's just go back. What do I want to accomplish? Right? What, what's, what's it's always good in life. What's my goal? In the case of the tame dough and the tar dough what's my goal? What's my goal? <laughs> take Challah. Take Challah for the tame dough from the tahar dough. That's my stated goal. What's my problem? Good to analyze. What's my problem? You can't. You can't. Right? right. Why? Because in order to take khala, khala must be taken min hamukov, which means chala has to be taken from this, from the dough itself. So to go ahead and right, I have tummy dough here, tar dough over here. To take khala on the tummy dough from the tar dough, that doesn't want to say min hamukov. So what I want to do, I want to attach them. If I attach them, then what? Then what? They become one dough. What's my problem with attaching them? Problem with attaching them? Attaching them is transference of tumah. So I'll we'll say, what's the what what's, what's the incredible chaf? The incredible chaf is, attach them in a way that allows them to become one dough without the transference of tumah, without the transference of tumah. Right? So I'll we'll say, so how do you do that? How do you do that? Be pashtos with a ball of dough that is the size of either a beya or less than a beya. Fine. So that's a problem that works. But one thing is clear, which is when you do that, what happens to the ball of dough? The ball of dough becomes tame. It just doesn't transfer to So we'll say, watch this. This is incredible. What's the Makhlokes? The Makhlokes is, incredible. One opinion says, so it is permitted to intentionally cause Chulim to become Tameh in Eretz Yisrael. So, Whereas the other opinion says, no, it is Asr to go ahead and cause items to become tame, Chulim to become Tameh. So I say see here, this, look, look how beautiful this is. It's a machlokas about the nature of Tum er and Are you ever permitted to intentionally cause Tum er That's a machlokas. And I will say, what a beautiful, beautiful machlokas, right? Eretz is a Shkodesh Can a person intentionally go out of their way to cause Tum Again, for a good reason over here in Eretz Yisrael. That's the fundamental Machal guess. Okay, so I say. So bottom line, let's 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 talk about this. How do we pasquin? Let's work backwards, right? Quickly, quickly. I will say all of this is Hilchos Tumas, Hilchos Tuma Parek Yidalef, right? So I will say Tuma Parek So we'll say here we go. Let's just run through this list quickly because we have still have great kimar to do. Harishon shabachulin, tamei amitamei, hashini pasul amitamei. We'll say alocham esedam Paskins, chulin become a rishon, become a shini. That's it. Tops out a shini. A shini is possible Sheni is puzzle. So I was say that's why he passes my holding. Rishon sheni. Next, next. Truma, Truma. Harishon ba sheni shem truma tmein umetamin hashlishi puzzle. So I say Truma. You could have a rishon, a Shani, a shlishi, but that's it. Shlishi is possible. Shishi can convey. Kodesh rishon sheni shlishi revii, posel. So say so. There it is. There it is. Really so beautiful. Tumah 101. 101, right? Chulin gets to a Rishon to a Shane, Taps out a Shane puzzle. That's it. Chuma, Rishon, Shaney, Shlishi, Taps out to Shlishi's is Puzzle. Kodesh, Rishon, Shani, Shlishi, Revii, and Ravi is going to be puzzle. Beautiful. That's it. That's, that's all I got. That's all I got. I saying, right? So that, that is, I will say, but I will point out again, obviously, you can get to the realm, everything sounds simple, but the way to get to that is simple shape is obviously the Sugi we just worked through. Incredible. So let's go back there. So remember again, the next Machbukhsar in the Mishnah was about how to understand the psukim by the Ari Right. So will say, remember again, one Pasukh said that the outskirts of the Ari Halavim are 2,000 Amas. One said ultimately, of was 1,000 Amas So the a Homak locus and the Mishnah about how to interpret those particular phrases. So I will say, but again, I just want to point out, just before we move on, it's hard to leave Tumantara. I, I will say, so just before we move on, again, two dramatic life lessons. Number one, number one, there's nothing better in the world than Tumantara, because Tumantara tells you that that which is tameh could be made tar, and there is no like who said yesterday, no more incredible life lesson. And no more incredible piece of chizuk than that. That's number one. And number two, I will say, an incredible metaphor. Life metaphor contained in the two doughs connected by the pachos mi kebeya, the pachos ball of dough. Ultimately, again, highlighting and framing for us the nature of proper engagement in the world. Okay, so we'll say, so now how do I reconcile those psugim? So the Gemara said, Michael, what are they arguing about? So we'll say, so again, the Gemara understands stands over here, the nature of that machlokis and Mishnah, Ayn Shan, you'll we'll take a look at the Mishnah again, is how you understand. Thum. <laughs> it must be actually remember again. This this harkens back to both our Shabbos and Erevin days. The concept of Tchum Shabbos having two thousand amas from the edge of habitation is that a da'oraisa or is that a derabanan? So I will say that is a fundamental yesholistic Machlokes, and the Gemara suggests that the way you interpret those sukim of one thousand amas versus two thousand amas, those who interpret the two thousand amas as referring to the trum hold that Tchum is da'oraisa. Those who refer, understand that those two thousand amas are referring to something else hold that human are dirabon beautiful buset gaver beautiful beautiful gemara. here we go turn up on kiva back to the mishna right that day, Rabbi Akiva Darshan. shoshali some nayam when claudisau came out of yamsof i was say alu 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 isomena yam they kept, they came out of yamsof nusnu e Nehem, loma shira that it's interesting nus nusnu e Nehem, loma right they literally they literally they they lifted their eyes, right? They gave their eyes what I just want to point out last night, right, in in our Khassidishabur in the Piaget, we we're literally just talking about the power of Shira. The whole Shira was about the power of music. Just pointing out how, how incredible it is, or the power of song. When Khalil Yisrael came out, named Lomar Shira. They they gave their eyes, they gave their eyes to say Shira. But say I saw brought down, so brought down an incredible what does it mean? Actually, let's let, let's first go a little bit. Back. Let's first go a little bit. Back there. So, so we'll say, how did they say Shira so much? How much did they say Shirah? So, we'll say, like, like someone, like an adult who is leading Halal, the Onen Rashe Prakim, and they, off, they they answer after him. We'll say Prakim. So, we are going to see now that there is a machlokis as to how Klal Yisrael said as Yashia. How do they say az yashir? So the first opinion says, the first opinion says almost like a response, like, a, like an adult reading halal, and they, and they go and Khalil so offered up or stated, said, responded with a refrain. For example, Moshe Amar ashira la Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu said, I will sing to Hashem. Vehaim omrim ashira They respond. Moshe Amar ki ga'o ga'a, for Hashem is exalted. Vehaim omrim ashira la Hashem say, it's very interesting so in this first model in this first model so essentially Moshe Rabbeinu would say shira and Claudius would respond with the same refrain with the same refrain each time Right, Rabbi Eliyazim, Rabbi Yosei, Lidi Omer, like a child, ultimately again reads halo or reads halo. They hein onin hu Omer, and ultimately again they go at kol They answer everything he said. For example, Moshe Omer Shira la Hashem. They want shir la Hashem. Moshe Amar, right? So Moshe Amar kiga oga They hein Omerim kiga oga Let's say, what do you call that? Responsive. Responsive, right? So first opinion, first opinion, essentially again, they're answering the same refrain of Ashir Elah Ashir Elah to every single thing that Moshe Rabbeinu says. Second opinion is responsive. Moshe Rabbeinu says, they repeat. They repeat. Next, Rabbi Dechem Yoomer, like ultimately, I'm to say like a sofa right? She says over here, <laughs> This means like a chazin, like a chazin in the shul. Meaning what? <laughs> says, no, no, no. All that happened is Moshe who started them, and then they recited the shirah together in unison. So i will say three focus about how Kavad Yisrael said shirah. Either they responded the same refrain each and every time. Or We'll still call it responsive, responses responsive repetitive. In other words, Moshe would say a line, they would respond, but it'd be the same refrained refrain, no, refrain response each time. Second time, second opinion, Moshe said a line, they repeated the same line, they repeated the same line after him. Third, or we'll say third opinion, unison. Unison. They recited the Shira together in unison. So I'll say ultimately, what are they arguing about? So I'll say they're arguing on the dashing of the pasra. Abikiva Omer, Abikiva Saver Leimar, Amilsa Kamaisa. Abikiva said Leimar refers to the first refrain. They just keep saying the same refrain. Rabbi Elazar ben Hashabbat Yosei Leimar, I call Milsa Leimar means they repeated whatever Moshe Rabbeinu said. Rabbi Nachmiya Saver Vayomru the Amru Kula Bahad Yadade. Ultimately, again. They all said it together. Laymar, the pasuk Moshe Moshe got them started, but they still went ahead and recited everything, everything together. So I This is absolutely incredible. B'sha, b'sha, shalu yisal minayam. When Klal came out of the sea, nusnu enehem Loma shila. Now I will say again, we see this lashing of nusnu enehem. Nusnu enehem. They literally they gave their eyes. Now I will say, it could just very well be nusnu enehem. Is a decision, And I will say it actually fits very beautifully into what we learned in Shara Bitalchen. So I would say what Claudius Yisrael were modeling for us in those first moments of complete nationhood was what? Then in life, you have to decide what you want to do and who you want to You say, you know, too often in life, too often in life, we don't live life. we let life live us. In other words, I'm not making decisions about where I want to go and what I want to do. I'm just kind of letting the waves of life move me in any particular direction that they happen to flow. And the Gemara is telling us that's not the right way to live. That's not the right way to live. The right way to live is how? Set your eyes on something. Make a decision. It's not the Pshat that So just started singing. Now let's there, say, there's a moment, isn't this incredible? There's a moment before Shira. What's the moment before what's the what do we call the moment before Shira? <laughs> Nasnu eneham. Nasnue means you set your sights on something. You make a decision about something. He will say, how many times in life does it happen that I'm not really deciding where I'm going? I'm just going like wherever the next email pushes me. Or I'm just going wherever the next, you know, you know, WhatsApp pushes me. I'm leading a totally responsive responses. is that's the right word? Reactive, a totally reactive life without making decisions about where and what I want to be and who and what I want and where I, what I want to go. I'm going to say, it's incredible. Two words. Nasnu e'ne'em means make decisions about your life. Don't just be reactive. Decide what you want to do and how you want to do it. That is the recipe for success. Only Nasnu Loma Shira Ultimately, results in Razach. We also have to stop over here at a time. Say, tremendous Shkoyak and Merit Hashem. Let's wait till tomorrow. Wait till tomorrow. Let's say Shkoyak. And Shkoyak on the Sugis of Tolentarah as well.